Welcome to A Word From The Wise, the Soulwise podcast. We come to you the beginning of each month where we talk about products that we do, uh, news in the industry, and uh, just anything that we think you might be interested in. You can hear us on Spotify, Amazon Music. We can be seen on video on YouTube, uh, or just find us wherever you normally get your podcasts from. So welcome to this month's podcast. We've uh, missed a couple of months because uh, people's holidays and COVID hit Solwise, so we've been a bit short-staffed. So we've uh, had a couple of months of not doing anything. Uh, since the last podcast, we've had Pointing come to visit and interspersed into this episode, we will have the interview with Andre, who's the chief over at Pointing, started it all those years ago. Um, but what we're going to talk mainly about today is marine antennas and in particular I guess pointing because whilst we do antennas from lots of places the marine mm. ones are all pointing aren't they? Yeah. So really what would you say <clears throat> determines a, a marine antenna? Well state? pointing gone berserk on marine antennas it's the new thing isn't it? Uh, basically sorry uh, the main thing is it's got to be waterproof yeah. Uh, which means it's got to be IP60 or IP69. And what um, does that mean? So IP, um, that's a, a rating, isn't IP, it? IP, uh, yeah, uh, rating. I think the first one is dust and the second number is water. I think eight means you can throw it in a swimming pool for six feet and it still works. I think nine means you can throw it in an even deeper swimming pool and it still works. And they've also got this new rating, IP69K as well, which makes it even more Yeah, swish. I think that means it can be hit with steam doesn't it yeah uh, that's right yeah you yeah. can uh, you can hit that with steam washing that sort yeah. of thing because the kit we've predominantly done has been ip65 hasn't it so yeah they, that shows how much better that these sort of, are you know stick it on the side of a house or something like light shower type stuff yeah. so 68 69 is the but it's not just that you also need to think about the uh, materials used yeah um obviously metal parts that sort of thing you really need to have a good quality stainless steel for that yeah. not some cheap chromium plated stuff or stainless steel or mild steel stuff that's just going to fall apart after 12 months so um that's the main difference the quality of the construction and we've been um, used to good quality from pointing anyway haven't we don't we? seem so to get any issues i can't remember the last time we had a dodgy antenna back from pointing to be honest so the marine antennas i'm thinking with them being on water is there a better type antenna that people should be having the omni or the directional with well you can't really go for a directional yeah. uh because well, you don't know which way the boat's going to be pointing indeed well, so yes. if it's pointing that way the directional is in the wrong direction so um you can use directionals but on a canal boat maybe um, yeah but you'd, every time you moor up you'd have to be aiming it Move for wherever the mast is and that sort yeah. of thing so really you need to be thinking about an omni and um when it comes to the Omni, you need to be thinking about one which is not necessarily super high gain. Right. Because the signal from the Omni is coming out as a donut shape yep. from the thing. And if you go for really high gain, that means you've got a very squished donut. Um, now, that's fine when the antenna isn't rocking about on a boat. Yeah. But if it's rocking about on a boat, you can imagine that disc of antenna is swinging up and down and up and down and up and down all the time, which means it's making and breaking contact with the remote mast. Yeah. So you need to go for an antenna which is not super high gain, uh, an Omni, and it needs to be a clean Omni. I just said it needs to be a donut shape. Well, you can get some 
cheap and cheerful antennas where the donut is more sort of a, a jagged spiky thing sticking out yeah in which case you're not going to get a, uh, a consistent beam pattern coming so you outside. need to look at radiation patterns in spec sheets for yeah. this type but and obviously all the um, antenna products are very keen on having this nice clean beam yeah without lots of jagged spikes all over the place so uh, good antenna yeah so low gain with good beam patterns yes Good. So where does the idea of CISO and cross-polarised well, fit in? Generally we would say go for a cross-polarised. Right. So the, the, you get the standard 4G LTE is a two-stream service, so you need two aerials. That's standard 4G. You can get higher control with a 4G than anymore, you'll need more aerials, but the common one uses two aerials. And uh, the signals leave the mast orientated one particular direction. Let's assume that they're both waves going up and down, up and down, up and down, so waves are going up and down. Every time they hit something, the waves go, oh, twist. Right. Oh, no longer that way. Oh, I'm going to go that way. Um, so when those signals come to the uh, being received by the antenna, they're no longer doing that. They might be doing that. Or who knows what they're doing. So uh, usually a cross-polarised, where the antennas are arranging a cross-pattern, can be better because that way you're covering two polarizations equally right. for the signal. Yeah. If you're going across water, one assumes that you're not going to be hitting a building that's in the way. Well, yes, that's, you'd like so, to think not anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, yeah, icebergs, whatever. Yeah. You know, Titanic. So one assumes that the uh, the beam is when you receive it at the boat, it's still going to be doing that, going up and down, up going and up down. and down. Yeah. Um, so in that case, going for a um, instead of going for a cross polarized, you might want to go for one which actually looks at both streams vertically polarized, right. waves going up and down. Uh, in which case, you need a different way of discriminating between the signals. So you need to put CISO antenna, single in, single out antenna, yeah. but with a gap between them. Yeah. So they're able to pick up the two streams coming from them. And how far should that gap be? Um, there is a table on Pointing's website, but typically two feet, something like that. Well, if it helps, uh, when we did our a Pointing course, he said 65 centimetres. That's about two feet, yeah. yeah. So yeah. About, about so, two foot apart. Yeah. They've actually got a website, um, a table on their website, which actually shows you how far they're about to be. So usually it's better to go for two CISO antennas uh, with a bit of separation yeah. um, on a boat, and also they're better able to cope with the uh, with the rocking of the boat. Yeah, and keeping that, that nice. And boats are kind of designed for that sort of thing anyway. When you think about it, if you want to keep stuff symmetrical, having one one side and one the other side works anyway. All the pictures we get sent from customers are all like that, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. What about things like the Pucks and Mimos, are they any good? Um, well, certainly for inshore use, Yeah. Um, where yet again, you may be thinking of a cross-polarised anyway, because the signal's going to be coming from, I don't know, someplace by the marina, or someplace by the canal, or something like that. So going for a cross-polarised would probably be a good idea, rather than two CISOs. There's no hard and fast rule, but probably a cross-polarised would be a good idea. But the main thing with uh, inshore boats is you need to think about packaging. Yeah. People don't usually want a dehydrative antenna stuck up in the air on their boat. And certainly if you're going on canal boats, because we have had that before, haven't we? Where yeah, people we've... have said, 
Oh, certainly if they've bought an X-Pole 1 yeah. and they've said, do you yeah. do spare yeah. um, houses because they yeah. smashed into a bridge or yeah. something like that. <laughs> so uh, that's that's where the puck comes in. So the puck is is uh, can be categorised as marine because it's it's got the appropriate waterproofness and yeah. construction, that sort of thing. Um, but um, as the name denotes, it's only a slim, small antenna, the size of a, of a, of a puck, yeah. you know, a hockey puck. Um, but it is very much suited for things like canal boats and that sort of thing because yeah. of its low profile. Uh, and at a push, the MIMO 3, you could do the same sort of thing. MIMO it's a bit, it's a bit 3, higher, but... it's a bit higher. It's a better quality antenna. Yeah. Um, it will give you a better spread um, across the whole frequency range. So it's got a nice uh, flatter of frequency gain response across the whole range so it will be a better antenna um, but both those antennas probably not good for offshore no uh, because of the compromises in the housing so you've got limited gain and capabilities and that sort of thing and I suppose it's worth noting that those actually the puck and the mimos are what a lot of the caravan and motorhome people yeah, use as well aren't they because so it's sort of, sort of thing you know you well. it's, a, it's caravan thing, on a, a stock on yeah because you can permanently mount them whereas if you've got an x-pole one for instance you wouldn't generally leave that outside no, would you no no, so. no so what about the uh we do the 402 and the 493 they're the CISO ones aren't they the, uh, the thick ones 493 is a CISO yeah uh, so that's got a single antenna coming out some people are not keen on that because it does mean they have to mount two antennas. Yeah. And think about the, uh, sorry, what's the model number? The 493. Yeah. The 493 uses the uh, one inch marine mount in the bottom. Right. Which is one of those extremely expensive high grade center steel things that you can fix to bulkheads and that sort of thing. Um, but it is a CISO antenna. But some people actually aren't keen on the mounting of that because they do have to mount two antennas. It'll give them the optimum results having two antennas split apart but some people want more of a convenience attitude yeah. which case you go for something like the 402 which is a MIMO so that's got uh, I think it's a that's got two Omnis um, in the same housing right um, now if you think about it that means that the Omnis are quite close to each other yeah which means they're not good not as good at giving the uh, the separation required for the two streams yeah. Uh, but it does have a convenience factor, and I think probably a 402 is probably cheaper than two 493s as well. So... Yeah, but if you're looking at big ships, the cost is kind of irrelevant, isn't it, really? Yeah. I mean, I know everyone's got to think about the cost, but if you've got a, a you know, a few million quid's worth of boat out there... Yeah, you know, depends what... what sort of boat it is, I suppose. Yeah. Well, the, the 493, we, we just did recently to the uh, that charity boat that's the library that goes from country to country, helping right. to educate the kids, so... Mm -hmm. Um, hopefully we should have some good pictures yeah. back from and that. It's working, so. Yeah, I like oh, that's, it. That's right. Yeah. That's good. I'm not going to put a case study on where it doesn't work. Yeah. No. So, I guess leading on talking of fancy boats, that leads us on to the the new fancy antennas. Yes. Right? So you've got the <clears throat> narwhals, which are the 900s, and then the new wave hunter. Yes, um, the beast. The beast. The yeah. beast. And those are so obviously they're omnis as well, but. Well, what what's they, so good about them? Well, then? what they've done for the uh, for the nine hundred series is um, they've upped the materials used, mm. so they've gone for best everything, which you can tell by the price, absolutely. But also, and they're big though, aren't they? They're big. Those nine hundreds are taller than me. Well, what they've done is uh, rather than having um, the two, uh, see the nine hundred two, for example, is a two by two Mimo. Yeah. Uh, so it's, you could consider it like the uh, the four hundred two. Yeah. But instead of the two Omnis being that. 
they're stacked on top of each other. Right, so, so rather than way, next to each other on yeah, top. So they've got yeah. a much better separation between them. Yeah. Um, it does mean the antenna is absolutely huge. I can't oh, remember absolutely. what a Nono 2 is, it's something like six foot or something well, like that. Well, certainly yeah. taller than me, yeah. yeah. Yeah, There is a picture on our socials if anyone's interested. Yeah, yes. So, <laughs> um, um, expensive, but as you say, if you've got a multi-million pound boat, then, then what the hell, it's what you do, isn't it? Well, and I guess if you've got a multi-million pound boat and you're out at sea, you're not going to be able to get into all the marinas, so you're going to need something higher quality anyway to, yeah. to get in yeah. to get Just the signal don't go across. under a bridge or something like that well i don't go. think there's many bridges in the oceans is there? No, what about the wave hunter then the i mean that's hunter, yes. that's awesome it's so big it comes on a pallet on its own it comes on a pallet um obviously big expensive boat shop it's a wave hunter uh, so it comes in its own huge great big housing so what they've done with the wave hunter is um i'm going to say this and make sure i've got it right inside Normally you would have an omni antenna, mm. um, but there are compromises with omni antennas. Uh, so the compromise is getting the gain and keeping the beam pattern, that sort of thing. Because as I say, if you increase the gain of an omni, you flatten the beam, which makes it harder to maintain a good signal with the base on the, on the mainland. So what they've done with the wave hunter, they've gone for a sectorized approach. Right. So you've got six high gain, high-ish gain, uh, directional antennas. Yeah. So they've got a narrow beam, but they've got a big vertical beam. Right, okay. Um, but you've got six of them arranged all around the inside, so they're all pointing out. Um, and each one, I believe, is a four by four antenna. And does it, so does each one connect to a, a separate yes. router? So you've got six routers You'd in there as well? You need six routers in there. Yeah. And, it, and if I remember rightly, there's room for a switch as well, isn't there? Um, I did ask about this yesterday, and I think the, the feeling was um if you were to cram six category 14 that's using four antennas yeah. in the housing you might start to be running out of room right um so i spoke to teltonica about it and they said they would normally envisage that you would have six individual routers yeah um a poe land cable going up for each router yeah and then and then the in, switch may be down on the well you'd need a low balancing router because you've right. got to have something a router that will take all the six inputs yeah and essentially convert them into a single output for distribution within the within the vessel right okay so you go for a low balancing router which can actually balance the uh the internet stream or the ip stream coming from each router and equally share it out amongst the clients and you can't just willy-nilly buy this antenna can you you can't just say right i'll have one of those please you have to do a spot of training with it as well oh yeah yeah they jump through some hoops well i suppose they don't want to be sending out i mean how much are they it's a, it's a lot of money <laughs> it's certainly five figures isn't it i can't remember i'll write it down for you I'm sorry you can tell people well, i know i know but i think there are various price levels aren't there all oh, right okay so uh, yeah 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 it's, 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 it's a lot of money but, um, but, but, you know, but it's a lot of antenna that's yeah. the thing and if you've already fought out i mean how much some of those those russian boats that they're flogging off how much are they you know, well absolutely if you've got a 50 million quid boat yeah, it's kind 50 of million quid, right. that's that's probably the fuel just getting into the marina one day yeah so, yes. so i think that kind of covers the marine antennas then i guess if, if anyone's got any questions they can always pop them in the comments or, yeah, or yeah. pop us an email across in the interview I did with Andre from Pointing, we talked about the e-points. So thinking about it, would you use them in marine? Um, well, you could do. 
Uh, would that be more of an inshore? Because I can't remember what the IP rating is on those. Ah, uh, be perfectly around. I can't remember the IP rating. Certainly for inshore, yeah, there, there should be no problem at all because all yeah. they are is basically a housing yeah. into which you can put your put your router. And because the conversation I had with him was about um, pairing them up with the Teltonica router, so we were talking about yeah. doing a, a discount code and and so on with that. So yeah, yeah. We'll uh, we'll get on with that. Excellent. Well, thank you very much, Steve. Okay. And uh, if anyone's got any questions, please come back to us. Thank you very much. Hi, everyone in uh, the UK and in Britain and in the rest of Europe. Um, I'm so happy. The first time uh, I've actually met, my name is Andre Free, I'm the CEO of Pointing, um, that I've met with Solwise who's been distributing our products uh, really for, I think, 10 years Certainly or more. 10 years, I'm sure, um, yeah. So at the moment, Sydney is our biggest and uh, uh, distributor in the whole of the UK, and they even distributed some parts of Europe, and they're certainly okay. one of the biggest distributors in Europe. So, very important, and one of the reasons we are so impressed is that Pointing cannot be distributed to used channels. They've got like a very, very good aftercare um, the technical support, uh, the people they've got here really understand the products. They, they choose only a few products. Uh, we often with Teltonica, which is a brand that we very well associated yeah, with absolutely, because it, yeah. it works Your new best well. friends. <laughs> <laughs> My new best friends. Yeah. Yeah. We, we're doing well and we're doing quite a few things for the sheer coincidence uh, because with Solwise we've gone a long time that you've also chosen Teltonica as quite a leading absolutely. brand. Absolutely. And we've been singing the praises of that as a collaboration for a very long time. So, so somehow it's almost like our, our fates run um, together. Indeed, and, uh, and it's quite good because that leads into the new products this year. The e points that you brought out can yeah. be used with the Teltonica routers, so that's, that's been a good the, the e point product. Is the one where, and instead of the Expo One and the Expo Two, that's been so popular as an outdoor antenna. And uh, I think there's lots of explanation. Mm. Outdoor antennas, if you're going to get fixed internet, fixed wireless, but if you want fixed internet at a home office, you absolutely need to use an outdoor antenna, that we've been saying. Yeah. But with an outdoor antenna, you need uh, two wires, and lately it's going to even be four wires, uh, cables, RF cables to go in. They can't be too long. So what we've done is we've made a little pocket. I call it like a kangaroo antenna. You most probably yeah, yeah, give yeah. it the name, the kangaroo, yeah. that can fit uh, the, the router and then um, what comes out is just the Cat4 cable, Cat5, Cat6, sorry, whatever Cat cable, it's much easier to route. You can have 40 meters of that, for example. So that's the one advantage, much more flexible. There's only one cable come out. That's on convenience. Um, but I know I'm a technical person and I don't <laughs> want to bore people, but you get much higher data rates and much better range. The reason for that is the fact that those cables have got losses, especially towards the higher bands. And... Uh, in fact, the new one with the kangaroo, even though it's got our old antennas in there, for example, if it's got an Xbox 2 in there, the gain is actually then 6 dB higher. Now, 6 dB is four times. Mm -hmm. um, so you lose actually 75% of your signal um, when you're using from indoor to outdoor at, at the higher end frequencies. Yeah. Um, so it, it, it is a marvelous advantage. Maybe technical, but to the user, yeah. it means... Better range, better Definitely, yeah. And so. by using the Ethernet cable as the length as opposed to an RF cable, it's so much better for better. people. Yeah. And Louise has promised me, because we believe you can't just buy that uh, antenna, and it's already been uh, very well tested with uh, Teltonica. It has, That yeah. uh, they're going to put together a package that will have the Teltonica router, 
um, this e-point, perhaps Ethernet cable, perhaps even because now you need a Wi-Fi router inside. Yeah. What is nice, you will have an outdoor uh, hotspot. Yeah. So if you have people walking around outdoor, that will be just naturally catering for them. But I would recommend that you have still your uh, Wi-Fi router inside the building because this Wi-Fi would not be the best to reach it. Absolutely. And I'm excited. Yeah. We're yeah, going to launch it most probably yeah. in a, uh, within two months here. Yeah. And, uh, so we'll put some to kits together and, and see how we go with that. I, so, yeah, the, I, well. I think the whole idea of antenna enclosures is a really good one. And, and things change, you know, people are, are used to the old ones. That's why we actually, uh, and I think people must remember, it, it still uses the, the antennas, uh, they all may be trust and it's been described, Indeed, like yeah. the Expo 1 and Expo 2. Yeah. But it gives you this advantage and life is going to change and I think that's going to become the much better way yeah. of doing it in time. I think it will be really good, so it's been good. But thanks a lot. Well, thank um, you for and coming. That's why, and that's why we're going to gonna launch the kit uh, yeah. also with Solwas. They're ideal because they can uh, sell it in a kit form and also explain to people yeah. why this is a good idea. Well, whilst we've got you, um, like the products is, are, are all good and obviously we've been selling for 10 thank years. You. But yeah. um, I just wonder if we could ask a, a few more questions about you. I mean, you know, yeah, how, how did pointing come to be and, and what did you do before? Uh, I was actually a, a lecturer and a professor at the university always pretty entrepreneurial even at that time because you have to arrange uh, work and we were starting to do private work but I had a very nice research group we published over a hundred academic papers wow. so I think that is one of the differences with us and many other companies the sense that myself and I took over the research group are really hardcore antenna engineers yeah. which is why we often struggle to promote our own stuff because engineers are not good at speaking to no, people. No, well, they're not salespeople, are they? Oh, there's yeah. two species. There's, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's humans and engineers. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so we need you. We need humans, but that's the origin. So we had a research group from university that actually went out and said we want to make antennas in South Africa. Both of those words was quite, people said, how can earth can you do consumer antennas in South Africa? Yeah. But I think a lot of our European partners Except they're amazed, they don't know how, but uh, some of the best antennas seem to come from uh, um, South Africa. Well, absolutely. And, and then we, when we first joined with you, we used to get them from South Africa. Obviously, it's all European-based now, but yeah, uh, yeah so it's... They have been a very good product range for us, and certainly since the pandemic, much of what we did before has uh, has gone by the wayside. And so with people working from home, oh, yeah. um, holidaying in their own country, so it's that sort of thing that has improved the sales for us certainly in the last two years. years. So, yeah. And I think this, there used to be um, data on 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 mobile networks was like a secondary thing. Yeah. Whereas now it's perceived um, to be one of the ways if you can't get to people with fibre. Um, even the, the actual network operators yeah. recognize they can't get there. They're now offering packages and so forth. So it used to be expensive. Yeah. Now they're offering sort of packages, monthly yeah, packages. That's right. Uh, which yeah. It's become sense. a utility that is a requirement. And, 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 and as we've learned in the last two years, people can work anywhere. Um, well, depending on your job, obviously. But in the main, people can work By the anywhere. way, so um, Louis, for us, it's been a wonderful... Uh, because somehow in the UK, that idea took off a long time ago. But... Uh, I've virtually based my company. People at least initially said to me, how can you make antennas like this for a cell phone? Oh, that's what it seemed like. Yeah. And we foresaw that this is going to happen, but it took actually longer. And uh, we've, we've really had a massive increase where this is now becoming not even mainstream, yeah. but it's becoming well-known. Yeah. And, and certainly it's a company like, you, like yours that, that made it happen because I could only see the 
Dana's the architect of this, so yeah. to people. So well, that's fantastic. it. And that's why it makes a good partnership, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. We all have our own skills. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't make an antenna. And I, for me, it looks like a bit of wire. <laughs> <laughs> do you, do you have a favourite antenna in your range, or one that you've created over the years? Look, the, uh, you'll see that on, on our YouTube channel, I actually discussed the x -Ball just because we've gone through three stages, and the last stage is truly advanced so if you ever see another antenna offering that range of frequencies yeah uh, we could we've opened some and you can say that's not an antenna this is antenna it's got sculpted elements for each frequency so uh, it uh, governs the band that's so that's an antenna I'm extremely proud of we've like I say taken yeah. it through three levels the other one which is not that well known in the UK is, is, is a lock periodic antenna yeah for 20 years and still one of the mainstay that will be the 0092 yeah. and we're now going to get a 94 right which is beautiful so I love that because it's been with us for a very long time yeah that I think that that is probably the first antenna we ever supplied of yours Oh, is it? I so think yes, so. Oh, yeah, we still sell it. I didn't yeah, yeah. that. Would oh. you try again? Blooming Siri. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, uh, uh, and that. I'm still not sure about that. Shut Let's up. wait for Siri. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, those antennas, certainly, if, if people are on real bad signal, they are phenomenal. Yeah. And uh, they don't seem to have much more gain than the Expo 2. But what I always say to people, remember that one at the low frequency, was no antenna has got the same gain all over the band from 900 to whatever it's nowadays, almost yeah. 3 gigabit, gigahertz. And that one at 600, uh, 6, 7, 8, 900 yeah. is fantastic. Yeah. And if you're far away from a cell phone tower, that's the frequency. The people need. that take it, n we never get those back. And we don't get much shit back in the way of your product, but we definitely never get never those goodness. back. Yeah, it is a really yeah, good so, answer. So they loved in Australia, for example, we've got big stretches of land. Uh, we sell, uh, I mean, literally thousands. Yeah, uh, I can imagine. Uh, uh, yeah, close to 10,000. Uh, wow. Yeah. So, or maybe uh, I'll move to Australia then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, few antennas, by the way. Yeah. Uh, you still sell after 18 years, you know, a, a lifetime that I never would have expected. Yeah. So we're looking forward to all the new products that you've got coming through. But what about you? Are you staying with the company? Or are you going to retire? Um, Will you ever retire? Uh, someone actually mentioned this to me. It was almost like shocking because I realized I must probably pass the age. My father retired, and I've never even thought about it. I'm, I must say, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. To me, uh, uh, work is never. I've, I've, it's not a job. Uh, it's is not it? a job. A so I will life, never yeah. retire. I have moved myself out of because I'm actually not a good manager. I realized. So I've moved myself where I look for new products, new ideas, and the company's general vision. Yeah. And I've appointed very capable people to actually run uh, the business, which I think works very well. Well. That's what Richard Brunson said, who the uh, entrepreneur here, and he said that uh, if you employ people that are smarter than you, your company will succeed. He speaks straight from my heart. Indeed, yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us on our podcast. And, thank you uh, very much. It's been great to meet you all, the, the whole team of you that have come. And I hope I, you I enjoyed your fish and chips last the night. The fish and chips was fantastic. Yeah. But uh, meeting the people personally, it makes such a difference. Before it was just the name yeah. and perhaps a website. Yeah. It's lovely to, to meet you, Louise, and, and uh, the, same the guy, other two yeah. partners. Um, it's been a great It's honor. been lovely to have you here. So thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for watching or thank you for listening, whichever you chose to do. Uh, if you normally listen, by all means, come and have a look at us over on YouTube if you want to scare yourselves. If not, just find us wherever you get your normal podcasts from.
Thank you very much. See you next month.